0: Howdy, I'm Brian, and this is my Bible study podcast, From Hevel to Eternity. Welcome to a new mini-series that we're starting. I'm calling it a mini-series because each of the episodes is going to be a little shorter than my normal podcasts. This one's a little different because we're going to be hopping back and forth between two different books of the Bible. Ecclesiastes out of the Old Testament, and Philippians in the New Testament. This is a personal study that I've done, and I'm still kind of finishing right now. And it's the first time that the notes that I have are going to be shared in a teaching-type environment. So I'm probably going to be working out the kinks as we chat along. Please bear with me. This series is going to be the large series that we do this spring and this summer. We will be reading through a lot of both of these books together. If you have little to no familiarity with either of the books, Ecclesiastes, or Philippians, don't worry, we're going to be reading through them. We're going to be working through them. But I'd still recommend navigating over to the Bible Project, maybe watching their free, quick, animated videos about each of the two books. It'll maybe help lay the foundation as you read through them and then as we chat through them. Like other podcast studies that I do, I highly recommend that you accompany each episode with Bible reading. Don't trust my word, trust God's word. The readings alternate between passages in Ecclesiastes and Philippians, always following each respective book linearly. So while we might jump back and forth between the books, we start at the beginning, and our, we work our way to the end of each. No individual reading should take more than five to ten minutes. How you choose to break them up is up to you. At the end of each episode, I will announce what readings the next episode's going to focus around, and I will re-announce that at the beginning of each new episode. It'll be kind of a long series, but with fairly short episodes. It's probably going to be 20 weeks long, totaling 40 to 42 episodes. Basically, every Monday episode will cover a section out of Ecclesiastes, and every Thursday episode will cover a section out of Philippians. Ecclesiastes is 12 chapters long, while Philippians is only 4, so the number of verses covered between the episodes is going to vary quite a bit. I'm titling the miniseries, Worldly Hevel, Joy in Christ, a concurrent study of the books of Ecclesiastes and Philippians. I pray that this study will help us see the Bible as one unified story, that it will help us to better understand each of these individual books, and that it will help us find common biblical threads between seemingly uncommon books. So why this study? Why the weird title? These books, and therefore this study, are about identity. Where is our identity found? What do we look to for our purpose? Where do we seek to find our fulfillment and our joy? The books of Ecclesiastes and Philippians they provide perspective on the contrasting places people look for identity and fulfillment. The folly of finding fulfillment in things under the sun against the peace of finding identity as a follower of Jesus. One of those places appears solid, but it's like grasping at smoke and will never be able to satisfy. The other is the only thing that will ever be able to provide contentment, satisfaction, and lasting joy. I would argue that the books shared the same purpose, to point to the surpassing glory of Christ They just take different roads to get there. So the weird title, Worldly Hevel, Joy in Christ. What is Hevel? Well, if you've been a follower of the podcast, you might have a good definition already. What does the Bible tell us about Hevel? Well, the Hebrew word Hevel spelled H-E-B-E-L or H-E-V-E-L. It literally means vapor or breath. It's found a lot in the book of Ecclesiastes, over 30 times. Depending on your translation, you might see it show up as the word vanity, or meaninglessness, or the CSB translation translates it as absolute futility. So Hevel's a description of this thing that looks tangible, that we want to reach for, that we oftentimes seek to find our identity in. Hevel can be this thing that we never are able to be fully fulfilled in. The material things that we collect, our possessions, the prestige of being successful, of making it, the pride of having status, you know, being respected, maybe the excitement of attention, thrill-seeking, none of these things are inherently wrong, at least not all of them aren't inherently wrong. In fact, they're meant to be enjoyed, and they can even provide short-term enjoyment. But when we build our lives around attaining these things, then every time that you think you have a solid grip on them, they're going to slip through your grasp, like smoke or vapor. Fulfillment will escape you because there are always more successes, more respect, more adventures, more possessions to be had. There will be no lasting satisfaction, no lasting joy. There can't be because the finish line is constantly moving on us. Here's the kicker. We are always hungry for more than we can attain in this world because we were never meant to be fulfilled by the things of this world. What's the flip side of worldly Hevel? Well, it's joy in Christ. What is joy? What does the Bible tell us about joy? The Greek word for joy in the New Testament literally means joy or gladness. There's nothing tricky about it. Where do we see this word show up in the New Testament? Well, Matthew 2.10 talks about the chara, the joy, of the wise men. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. Matthew 13.44 in the parable of the hidden treasure Jesus mentions the word joy. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and he buys that field. Luke fifteen seven speaks of the joy in heaven over repentance. Just so I tell you there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. John 15, verses 9 through 11, tell us of the joy of Jesus that he desires to fill us with. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full." All of these mentions of joy are reflecting on something that is long-lasting. The joy in heaven. Jesus' joy. The joy he desires for us. This joy is not reflective of something that's fleeting or something that fails to deliver. This is a fulfilling joy. And this word for joy, it shows up five times in the book of Philippians. And the Greek word for rejoice shows up another nine times. The book of Philippians is about letting go of trying to find fulfillment in the hevel and about finding fulfillment in full joy by rejoicing in Christ our Savior. So how did the books tie together? Why these two books, Ecclesiastes and Philippians? In Ecclesiastes, one of the themes is about the absolute hevel of seeking worldly fulfillment. That trying to find our identity in things under the sun will never result in fulfillment. It's like chasing after the wind. These phrases become common refrains throughout the book of Ecclesiastes. Futility, vanity, under the sun, chasing the wind, meaninglessness. But the point of Ecclesiastes isn't about the meaninglessness of life. It's about causing us to seek wisdom and, to fear God, and to lean closer into our Savior. The book of Philippians displays the complete joy of finding fulfillment in Christ regardless of your worldly situation. In the book of Philippians, Paul acknowledges the realities and the hardships of living under the sun. But he can find joy and contentment by rejoicing in God's one and only true Son. True contentment comes from letting go of an identity defined by control, or status, or pride, or possessions. True contentment comes from finding your identity in Christ alone, the only source of real peace. Jesus even speaks of the idea that peace comes through him. But the world's going to bring trouble and tribulation, and he says that too. Two verses from the book of John. John 14, 27 has Jesus say, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And then John sixteen thirty three, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. This study is going to be a little different. Like I mentioned, Mondays are going to cover a section from Ecclesiastes, and Thursdays we'll work through a portion of Philippians. Thematically, we're going to arrive at the same places, the same conclusions, the same true Savior. As we work through the books, I'll definitely point out linkages. But these are two different books, so I'm not going to force connections that might not be there. It'll be an ebb and a flow, and hopefully it will be fruitful. The idea is that at the end of all of this, someone could listen to just the Philippians episodes or just the Ecclesiastes episodes and get a pretty good Bible study of one of those books. But that by doing them concurrently, we break up the monotony and we get a deeper connection across Old and New Testament, across the Bible, across two books that might not seem to have a connection. Next week, we'll read the first few verses of each book. If you're reading along, then I strongly encourage you to, if you could take a few minutes prior to the next episode and read Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 1, and for Thursday's episode will be Philippians chapter 1 verses 1 and 2. Unless otherwise noted, the scripture cited in this episode is from the English Standard Version, ESV Bible Translation. Thanks, until next time, I love y'all.